I could talk about it's alive for a while if we really wanted to. No, is that an option? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have we, I don't think we've brought that conversation here yet, so it'd be worth having. Yeah, we we haven't talked about the 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 miracle that is the Bon Appetit uh, YouTube channel. <laughs> I love every single one of them. Yeah, they're all great. I love I it's alive though is so great. I I knew when I watched it was specifically that that I think it's Yuzu episode was the first one I showed Lauren because I watched it and I was like, holy shit, this is insane. And Lauren's gonna love it. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I just bonkers. Lauren sent a clip to me and was like, this is the most chaotic thing I've ever seen. And I was like, oh, I've seen it already. And yes, it is. <laughs> I think I was like, hey, do you like chaotic good energy? And he was like, yeah. I'm like, okay, here's this clip. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, that I, part, though, I mentioned where in that episode where he he's like... So I already watched these, and I, cut, cut, I didn't watch these. <laughs> the fact that, like, that's how you know that Brad uh, Leone is chaotic good, because he couldn't even, he couldn't lie about it. He had to stop the recording because he had lied about watching the, the suits. And so he was like, no, I'm lying. I have to watch them now. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I love how, like, lax he is on food safety. It's part of his charm. <laughs> yeah. He talks about how nobody gets botulism anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I great. think uh, so I good. started watching by through Gourmet Makes. That was my intro. But now I'll just, mm -hmm. like, watch them, like, make recipes as, like, my form of ASMR. Like, I finally get why people watch ASMR, because I watch their cooking videos for the same effect. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's something very there, and there are a lot of like good concept videos. Like I, I really like Gourmet Makes is a cool concept. Um, I like um, what's the one that's pretty cool that I like? Oh, the one where they have the celebrity do the food with them. Oh, back to back chef Carla Lolly yeah. music is my favorite. I think <laughs> I love her. Um, and then I do I like the new one where oh, what's his name. Chris Morocco. Oh, he's great. Like, is blindfolded and has to, like, recreate a recipe without seeing it. It's just truly stunning how, like, smart and talented all of them are. Yeah. And and how fun they are, like, to, like, watch them interact with each other and make stuff and stuff. It's just really fun. I applied and me and Lord have said it before. Jokes. We we would kill for Molly. We would, we've literally said we would die for Molly. We would take a bullet for her if anything bad ever happens to her. <laughs> if I'm taking we'll, a bullet, we'll, it's we'll go all for... John Wick on them. <laughs> if I take a bullet, it's going to be for Gabby. That's fair. She's <laughs> Gabby's so adorable, delightful. Yeah, they're the best. They, it's, it's shout out to the Bon Appetit Kitchen. <laughs> every single um, post that the Bernie Sanders Instagram makes. The, the like the named like is always hers from her Instagram, and I'm like, if I could not love you more, <laughs> I love it. Should we go over our episode two predictions? <laughs> Should we yes. introduce ourselves? <laughs> no. I'm Tyler Bellaterno. I'm Lauren. Hello?
Quinn? Uh, what? Hi. Oh. You gonna introduce I yourself? I don't feel like introducing myself this episode. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Cut everything out. I'm Tyler. That's Lauren. That's Quinn. I We're said the I didn't want to be show. introduced. No, you said you didn't want to introduce yourself. Well, okay. Sorry for the lack of specificity, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm I decided I'm anonymous from now on. Quinn's I'm just gonna cut out every time right anybody now. says his name. <laughs> I'm going full Banksy, but podcasting only. What What was your uh, uh, previously established uh, mass singer character? Oh, cabbage. cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> it's still uh, Still works. <laughs> so, as Lauren mentioned, uh, <laughs> this episode is us <laughs> basically. I'm calling this our pre-merge episode because <laughs> we talked about we talked about the episode uh, the sh- the the pre-show episode where we we drafted everybody. And then we did an episode on the premiere. And now this episode is all of the pre-merge show <laughs> post so, the premiere. What is it about each of us that merge, makes us a... so garbage? Ooh, good question. Because hmm. <laughs> we actually talked about, we actually had a set day to record and nobody <laughs> said anything with that thing. <laughs> I think that happened a couple times. <laughs> But it's yeah, fine. We're recording now. But the one time Quinn was ready, we're gonna we're we you know yeah, we're, we, we may not have a, a consistent release schedule, but we'll be covering the eliminations of Danny, Ethan, and Tyson. Correct? Am I missing the thing someone? I was gonna say about Danny? No, the thing I was gonna say about Danny is that I on this week's episode when they were doing the edge of extinction segment i there was a shot where they were all together and i went who is that because <laughs> i thought only three people had been eliminated because i'd completely forgotten that danny was there during that entire segment well the wild thing about her vote out is she like got voted out for the exact opposite reason of why she won like she won because she didn't tell anyone a goddamn thing and then she's here, and she won't shut up, and then she goes home because of it. And it's like, no, why are you changing your game? I don't know. It's fascinating. <laughs> Watching these past winners try to adapt to playing a season of old winners is very interesting, I think. Some have done um, it well. Others mm-hmm. could take some notes. Yep. <laughs> and we'll get into all that uh, here. Um, Lauren, why don't we talk about our <laughs> episode two predictions? Well, for people being voted out, uh, Quinn said Tony, Tyler said Boston Rob, and I said Ben. So none of us so were right. We're all wrong. We had multiple opportunities and still didn't get anything right. <laughs> we were wrong. But yeah, let's count these for every episode. <laughs> the title, which I don't remember what it was. I will tell nor you. Nor do I think I wrote down who said it. It's like a survivor economy. Oh, I think I did write that down. Uh... We t- Quinn guessed Boss and Rob, Tyler said Natalie, and I said Amber, and I think Natalie, yeah, Natalie did say it. Try one? Yeah, I want to point out that I, even though she went home first, I think I've been proven right about Natalie. Yeah. That she's good? That she's really good. Yeah, she is, like, I still think she's got a shot at winning at this point. Yeah. 
And Petard Hoist, Quinn said Sarah, Tyler said Boston Rob, and I said Ben. I'm going to give myself like a half point on that one because <laughs> every episode he tries to... He hoists it, but it doesn't explode. He doesn't get fully hoisted. It's like gets, a weird... He gets on that petard, but it doesn't... Yeah, I think I think our petard hoist awards in order for the main episodes would be in Danny's episode, Danny. In Ethan's episode, Adam. And then Tyson, yes. n- no one really, because like Tyson did his absolute best to stay, but there was just really no situation where he was going to stay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, when in doubt, Ben. This episode, yeah. this episode the, the most recent episode made me laugh quite a bit. I thought it was a pretty funny episode. <laughs> and a lot of it had to do with Tyson. Uh, some of it, pretty inadvertently, it wasn't, like, <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> I did significantly drop off the amount of details per episode. Because the first, episode two, I have a good amount. Episode three, it's a, it's pretty okay. And the last one, it's very little. Because I was like, we have a lot to talk about already. <laughs> But I think we should focus um, more on the last two episodes because I have a lot to say about Ethan. Mostly, yeah. Let let's just talk about that that episode briefly. This the second one. the The main thing I wanted to talk about was how, because uh, this was post Amber getting voted out, and Rob gets her token, so he already knows. He just knows it was Amber, and I really loved the moment when. Uh, at the next challenge when he looks over and sees that she's not there and just the look of just 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 unseathed anger <laughs> so I was a little mad because once he got like the coin he kind of knew so I felt like we were robbed of the full reveal reaction yeah, yeah. and um if Oh, he's going to be pissed at Sandra when he learns that she voted for him, for her. Mm-hmm. I yeah, mean, it's, that'll it's, be interesting if that goes down. It's a rivalry we kind of like didn't see coming because of all of um, whatever last season was called. Island of right. the Idols. But like the fact to, it's going to yeah. come <laughs> makes me so happy. I know, I'm, I'm pumped for it. But there, there was a part that was really funny because Denise finds half the, one of those half idols things that she has to give to someone for like 12 hours and they have to give them back or whatever. And she gives it to Adam and she tells her, she tells Adam that Ben knows and he just goes, she goes, Ben knows. And he just goes, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that part was funny. <laughs> but it later turns out maybe you don't want Adam knowing things either. Right. Maybe Ben, I don't know. Like you said, Lauren, Ben Ben's doing like a like like a little petard hoist. You could tell he is. You could tell Ben is very out of his element and does not belong in an all winter season. Yeah. But he's hanging still. He hasn't fucked up. But yeah, you can tell he is way outclassed by everybody else. And he's trying to fuck up. I know. I think I think deep down, all the other winners are probably thinking it's like, even if Ben makes final three, is he gonna? Is there a situation where he wins? Nah, and so they don't feel threatened at all. No, he's the goat. He really is. <laughs> I think he. Goat. I think Ben could make the end simply because he has the strongest goat potential. Yeah, I, but I could also see him fucking up again. I like that in Survivor, goat is the opposite of what it's known as. I know. because yeah. <laughs> like Adam um, could be a goat, but this is exactly how his winning season started of him just making mistake after mistake. And being deeply chaotic, but he still he pulled it together at the end. So I don't count him out yet. Um, I am surprised by um, 
how Amber feels like she's so far removed from when she played last. She doesn't really seem to have that desire and drive that she used to have. And it's kind of a bummer to watch. <laughs> See, I, w- I would say she see- felt more driven than she usually did. Well, I don't know. It kind of feels like watching her on, like, they were, like, she even, like, said in the confessional when they were, like, trying to figure out that thing. She was like, and then I was just like, I'm not going up there. I don't care. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> stuff like that. Like, she just seems like she's very, like, willing to give up easily and stuff like that on, on some of these things. Um, but Ethan and that's kind of a bummer. What? I said, but Ethan isn't. And then I got a little emotional. <gasps> Ethan. I didn't mean to punch your computer. <laughs> um, oh, so Natalie gets an advantage on Extinction Island and, and Jeremy, and she sends it to Jeremy and he buys it, but it's basically a, an advantage where he just gets to leave Tribal Council early. He doesn't vote, but also he's immune for that vote. So It's a pretty good Which advantage. Which was, in the last yeah. season was dangled in front of uh who was it somebody was offered it and they said no last season cuz i because, could... and i think that was smart because they were like well that's going to put a huge target on me yeah but at the same time i still think it's really good if you're in a pinch yeah it's good to have to use if you feel like you need it you know so Something happened in this episode that we absolutely need to talk about. Okay. It's Tony's ladder. <laughs> <laughs> so Tony, Tony needed to distract himself to keep him from high, uh, idle hunting <laughs> and, and just being an overall unhinged madman. So he built a ladder. And this was maybe the best scene <laughs> in Survivor because... <laughs> They all gathered around as he used the ladder, and everyone was very nervous. Because <laughs> it kept, like, slipping. And, like, Tyson goes, I don't know if there is a ladder clause in our contract. <laughs> and he got one He got one fruit. And Wendell goes, yep, that, you got it. I think that's all we need. <laughs> <laughs> you can come down now. Because everyone was so, so nervous that he was going going to fall the the fascinating thing about tony and this is why is he on my team yeah okay i was nervous i was apprehensive to pick him because you can tell at any moment he could snap again (laughs) you know what i mean he's trying he has had multiple episodes where you you hear it in his voice and the way he's freaking out you're like this dude is like he yeah, he's playing like calm and cool this season. He could snap and go back to maniac at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that. I love that as like somebody who is a fan of the show, uh, I love it. But somebody who has Tony on my team, I'm very nervous about it. But it is very entertaining knowing that at any moment he can completely snap. Yeah, that's why I was hear, didn't want to pick him at all. He but talks about stuff. You're like, this guy's crazy. But so far, he really is proving me wrong. Oh, the best part... I just got to that part of my notes, but the best part about um, Rob being pissed off that Amber was voted off is that when that reveal did happen, 
He tried to force eye contact with literally every person on that tribe. <laughs> he literally was staring at them like, look at me. You're all dead to me. Um, and then, oh, Cops Are Us 2. Right. We got, a, we got our first reboot, which is exciting. <laughs> uh, because Sarah and Tony have decided to reboot Cops Are Us. And so far they're uh, doing, I mean... They might be in danger soon, depending on how the tribe swap goes. We'll see. Uh-huh. I love their hand signals dope as hell. Their secret handshake. When it ends with them holding guns at each other. is very cool. <laughs> um, and at Tribal, that was when Rob asked everyone to clear their bags, and they actually did, to see if they had an idol. I kept getting so frustrated watching that part, because all I kept thinking is, why... Are you not saying, wow, you know who probably is the person making everybody dump their bags out to look for idols? The person who has their idols and it's not in their bag. Yeah. Why did nobody say that? It's, to me, it was crazy. Just all these like good Survivor players and winners were just like letting Boston Rob play them like a guitar, you know? They, they have been the whole time. Yeah. Boston Rob is just having his way with them. <laughs> <laughs> It's insane. I don't know why people except let them for, do except this. Except for the Ethan vote. And also, and it's one of those things where, again, it, it everybody keeps thinking that there there's this strategy right now, which is if they're a big threat, you want to keep them around because everybody sees themselves as a big threat. So any other threat who people keep talking about voting out, you want to stick around so they don't vote you out. Except if everybody is thinking like that, then guess what? It comes back around to they are no longer the threat at all, and now you're the threat, the person behind him meets you. <laughs> exactly. What was so insane about me for to me for the Ethan vote is multiple times, like out loud, they said that they were concerned about getting rid of um Parr because it would make Boston Rob mad. But yet, not once did anyone ever say, Let's just vote out Boston Rob then. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's not even a thought that they had. It's insane. No, we have to weaken him. And here's the thing. Once people find out how this show works, like, Jeremy's on the same team as Rob, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Jeremy should put two and two together and say, wait a minute. If I'm getting stuff from the Edge of Extinction and I'm being helped by people on that island... Rob is probably getting help from Amber. I should probably get rid of Rob so that he's not getting all these advantages that I might be getting. Logic would assume that's what you would do. Instead, they are not targeting him. When it is 100%, oh, we got rid of Amber, we should probably get rid of Rob too so that they can't help each other. But having one person out of the game and one person in the game is exactly what you want in this season. And you would think Jeremy would understand that and like, do something about it but he's not yeah it's just like it's just such an obvious jump in logic that they are making for no particular reason it's just so strange to me yeah it's frustrating um and boston rob's on my team i just like it just seems like the obvious (laughs) choice to get rid of him uh because he was like one of the last people we picked um i also think uh, let's let's have this conversation very quick. We can actually probably group this all into one conversation instead of revisiting it. 
How do you feel about Edge of Extinction this year? I still hate it. Except it did give what might be the best moment of the season so far. Right. I think that this is so much better than the last time they did it. That the way they're implementing it this year is much more, oh, now this makes sense for the rest of the game. Whereas the last time it felt like it was something that was completely disconnected to the game until it mattered again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas this time it really does feel like when they're on the island, they still feel like they're a part of the game. You know what I mean? And like they, it feels like they, they're they like are actually... still working to be a part of the teams. It feels yeah. like there's actually like making them earn it. This exactly. Time. Yeah. And and that in order to get back, like not if you get back into the game, you are have also been working to make and, and maintain relationships with people who are still in the game. Like that's like an essential part of Edge of Extinction this time is. I am on the island, but I can still help people, and that'll help me if I get back into the game. It feels like you're earning it, and you're still playing, even though you're not there. And that is so much better than last time. And it's way more interesting, and just even knowing like how um, Amber found all those clues on the boxes, but that wasn't relevant to the challenge, which means that might be relevant to something else. And so... Just sitting around and being like, oh, there is a lot of shit happening on this island. There's a lot of ways to kind of earn stuff. And I think that that makes it a lot more interesting than last time. Yeah. I th- I guess just my still biggest problem isn't going to come up till the end. But, like, I think they the final opportunity to get back in the game happens way too late. I think that's the biggest flaw. Yeah, like, maybe how they can come back at, like... Final five and make a final six. That's way too too late. They should not late in the game. Right. I think the last opportunity should maybe be like final seven, make it a final eight, you know? Right. I agree. And I don't hate the idea of your, which they think that, did they do that? The people around the island were on the jury, right? Yeah. The second round? Yeah, I like that. Like, if you stick until the end, you can vote for who wins. Um, but your last opportunity to be in is is at that point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just because I, I feel like Chris just needs to earn it more. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, big distinction that I finally want to bring up to you, Quinn, because it's, it's been annoying me <laughs> every time they bring it up. How do fire tokens work? Quinn? Um, the, you've seen the little men, menus, right? Mm-hmm. So, well, I guess, I, what's your, what, can you, like, specify what... Uh, when somebody on Edge of Extinction sends something to somebody in the game, how does that work? Uh, just, they send he's, it... He's bitter because in our first episode, <laughs> you said that they were just given to them, and then Tyler said, no, you have to buy it, and it was a disagreement. And you were like, no, they get it no matter what. And I was like, no, that doesn't make any sense. You, you, it's not an economy if you are like, you have to buy this. Well, I, I still stand by that. It, the fact that they get to know about it, but still might not buy it is dumb. Well, no, because I, I think that because they don't know who's sending it to them or where it's coming from, but they get this thing and they're like, okay, do you want to buy this thing? I don't think it goes to another person. I think if they choose not to buy it, I think it just isn't in the game. And the person on the edge doesn't get the, the fire token. Oh, so it's like they, so, have, they have strategy. They have, that's why they have to like strategically pick who to send it to? Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, it's, it hasn't happened, so we don't know for sure, but that would make more sense. Yeah, I, I think that's probably the case. Because everybody who's been sent one has bought one. Uh, but they but it is a decision that they have to make. It's not an automatic thing. Um, so yeah, I, I'm digging that aspect of it too this year. I like the fire tokens uh, so far. Um, I like the idea, which hasn't happened yet because nobody seems to be doing anything with them. But they have a menu at the normal camps too, and they can pull their fire tokens together and buy something. And I'm waiting for that to happen and somebody being like, oh, I don't have a fire token. <laughs> and it's like, why don't you have a fire token? <laughs> Hasn't happened yet, but I'm excited for that moment. Okay, Danny gets voted out and that's the end of episode two. Danny played so bad in this episode. Yeah, not good. Was this the one where she straight up told Ben that there was an alliance of old school people? That wasn't even her worst move. (laughs) That was just a thing that happened. I just love when Ethan was like, do you, do you know who you're talking to right now? (laughs) And Ben was like, wait. (laughs) Like she could have used that if she would have went to the, all the new school people and be like, they're trying to make an alliance of old school people. That would have worked out so much better for her. And, and Ben seems so oblivious in the game that if Ethan would have said instead, yeah, I agree, Danny. They are building a new school around here to replace the old one. It's very observant of you. Ben be like, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Because <laughs> even when Danny <laughs> said it to his face, Ben was like, it didn't, wasn't really until Ethan acknowledged what he had just said that Ben seemed to pick up on it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was just, I'm, oh. I'm still so heartbroken Ethan went. It really made me sad. Yeah, well. What what else was a dumb Danny thing before we move on? Um, it's been so long, I don't remember. It was all of them. <laughs> did you have any notes about it, Lauren? No. Well, she she played so terribly. Every just everything she said was bad. I skipped through a lot. Danny. Danny says Rob wanted to be old school strong in front of Ben. Now Ben wants to get rid of Danny. Danny tells... Oh, then Danny tells Rob to vote out Parv. <laughs> that, yeah, that then, was the real dumb one. That's then, what I was referencing. Then Rob was good to vote Danny. That's So that's kind of what sealed her fate there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we good for episode three? Yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah, This one was a heartbreaker. How sad were you so guys? Because I was sad. I was real sad. I was real bummed out. But it did start with... And I wish we did this earlier to uh, more recently with this episode because I remember it started out with the weirdest fucking music. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we played, the episode started and Lord made a weird face at me. Because <laughs> it was like a weird... It, I don't think any Survivor episode has ever started this way before. Do you remember it at all? No idea. It was, like, cinematic. Was it, like... It felt like it was, like, a trailer for, like, what had happened, I think. Yeah. It was was, very weird. Yeah. It was strange. Um, Adam wanted to target the big dogs with Denise. Um, Ben hates Rob. They're gonna try and get Parv out. Ethan likes Parv over Adam. You'll tell Sandra that Tyson wanted her out. Natalie earns a steal a vote to sell and send the chance 
she sends the chance to steal a vote to Sarah, and Sarah buys it. Which makes sense. However, which, however, before. if she buys it, <laughs> she had to go steal the advantage from the other camp. Right, like, she basically got told the advantage was on the other camp, so you have to go get it. Do and you want to talk about this for a second? Yeah, it wasn't so as good as Vince's sneaking oh, into camp not. scene, because Sarah actually has sneak abilities. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, she enlisted because she needs to sneak. She she enlisted her fellow cop Tony to help her sneak in. And wouldn't it be fitting that this episode aired on Ash Wednesday because Tony's idea was to smear ash all over her face so that she was not be seen in the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> this was so dumb. This was so dumb that it felt like she wasn't gonna get the. <laughs> I know. <laughs> because it because they were playing like the like the like idiot music underneath it. <laughs> but she got it. But she did get it. It was it was But cool. it, it was very fun, but it was not as good as Vince. These like sneak into the other tribe thing is very stressful. Uh whenever they do it. When they cut to a person waking up and looking over and you're scared. Yeah. Uh so I don't remember this challenge specifically for this episode. I just wrote down that it was a stressful ending and to call one by seconds. This was which episode? Third? Yeah. This was the one that ended with the tree puzzle. So they lost... Rob's team lost. Remember they, they had that, that piece at the end, like they basically had it, but then both of the pieces fell off and they had to like put it back yeah. on. So it was stressful. And then, so at, basically what was happening in this episode is that Adam was trying to get Parvati out and had this whole plan for that. And then someone told Rob and that was bad. You don't do that. Was this the, was this the Adam? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Adam told him. Yeah, Adam. Adam. Him. Adam was so cocky during his confessionals, and I was like, I was like, "There's no way he's just running the game like this." And then they got the Rob being like, "There's no way he's running the game like this." <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like, "Oh yeah, this is." It felt dumb, but he was just so confident that everything was gonna work. It sounded smart when he was saying it, but then it was just like. I don't think this is what's going to happen yeah. the way he thinks it's going to happen. Well, the weird thing is they could have... The logic somewhat makes sense to switch the vote to Ethan. Just it, avoid idols. They wouldn't see it coming. And then it still gets out an ally of Rob. But just missing that one more logical step of all that applies if they vote out Rob, too. Right. Yeah. Because it's... It's... um. Paul's second season of Big Brother all happening all over again. <laughs> that was that was the the season Rob won was the same way. Like he was the one like one of the few returning people in that it was mostly new people and Rob and everybody just did what he said. And then he won. <laughs> um yeah, and then Ethan voted out and it was sad. And he gave his token to Parf. This was this was such a bummer. I like that he didn't give it to Rob. <laughs> um, and it just felt it just felt so shitty watching Ethan go home. I was so sad. 
Yeah. Everybody it, was sad about it. Nobody was happy about this. We, wait, we waited so long, and then he just unceremoniously gets cut over more logical options. Yeah, it was uh, it was frustrating. And again, why get rid of Ethan when you could get rid of uh, Rob? Like, get rid of Rob. It, I truly, I can't fathom the decision. It doesn't make sense to me. And this yeah. is, again, this is someone who w- wants nice. Rob to do well for his own personal team. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's, it's, it's frustrating. Um, so then let's talk about the latest episode now. Okay, great. And we'll be quicker than the last. <laughs> uh, so Adam spends this entire beginning part apologizing to everybody. <laughs> Um, and he starts working around the camp, and he's just like, I'm, my bad, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He admits that he did a bunch of bad things. <laughs> and then, um, so then he has, to, he has to start helping out around camp, and he, like, keeps getting firewood and, like, doing stuff, because he was like, I need to, like, earn my keep now. <laughs> um, and the Red Tribe can see the edge of extinction from their camp, which was interesting. That was weird to me. That... Uh, I was confused because I was under the impression that these were the same camps they've just been using. And so the fact that they could see the people sitting over there, like, really was weird to me. So then we have the most heartbreaking, inspirational, amazing sequence in Survivor. They're on the edge of extinction, and they get a note to go up to this hill, and they go up there, and basically there are... 20 logs each for each person and they have to take the logs down to the beach one by one by sunset and if they do that they get one fire token and um they're all doing it they're all very tired you know it's exhausting because it's a really long trip uh and ethan at one point is like about to pass out to the point where the medical team steps in and looks at him and essentially tells him, like, stop. <laughs> and he sits there for a minute and eventually he's okay. And he finishes it. And it was all very... It was very heartbreaking when you thought that he was... Because he... When uh, the medical team stopped him, he was only four logs away from completing it. Yeah. And Lauren... Lauren- audibly had like a sad like <laughs> noise that she made when she found out he only had four left <laughs> and um eventually he like sat there for a minute he kind of recollected himself and he was able to make it and it was very beautiful because the other three people on edge of extinction walked with him the last trip to, sh- to show solidarity and it was really be- it was beautiful it was, it was beautiful really nice. i got emotional about it i really did <laughs> And because even though they were also physically and mentally exhausted from this challenge too, that like both, I don't know about Danny because again, Edge of Extinction, or not even Edge, like this this season, this episode is not really concerned with Danny. <laughs> yeah, but with yeah, Amber she's the only one and I Natalie, at least, like it showed them as soon as. Or I was gonna what? say she's the only one I'll say with a hundred percent confidence is not gonna win. Right. <laughs> so, with Amber and Natalie, as soon as they finished, like, they immediately broke down crying. So the fact that they walked with with Ethan to finish his last one was just, it was very nice. It was very sweet. 
Because it was yeah, very it was... clearly like not an easy track. And it just makes <laughs> it made me sadder Ethan got voted out. I know. Um, he's just a wonderful person. I know he doesn't deserve this. And it's just in the fact that he kept talking to you about how like he defeated cancer twice. This is like and and how like the the saddest thing for him is just that he was struggling to do this at all was like a real like eye opener for him that it was like stopping from doing it. it's just such a bummer but he did it and then we were all happy and everybody went, going up with him was super nice too it was great it was a good moment good scene mm-hmm. it made me start to forgive <laughs> the healing process can begin the healing process <laughs> with edge of extinction <laughs> Um, so, then we go to the challenge, and Sandra sits out, and then Parvati goes, oh, just call it the Sandra bench. Um, and then there's a part in this challenge where, like, you have to jump up out, off of, like, a ledge and get a key, and the team with Adam wasn't, like, only three people could try and the team with Adam wasn't letting anyone else try. <laughs> they just kept making Adam clearly exhausted and not physically able to jump that that much. Just kept making him jump, swim, go back, <laughs> walk up the ladder, jump again. Like, no one was even attempting to do it. Yeah, I, my mom, she might get mad at me for saying this if she listens, which she probably does, but she was like, she like hates Sandra for sitting out all the time. And I'm like, Mom, but it's the best strategy for Sandra. Yeah. It's like, would you, if she competed, they'd vote her out quicker, and she knows that. I'm, like, surprised that it's not a bigger issue. I'm surprised that nobody has tried to vote her out either. Well, I kind of did. I don't know. Do you think that they wait till the merge? Do you think it's one of those like they don't want to get rid of her this early because they would feel bad because it's Sandra? No, I think I think it, it's she part did, she of how she like effectively integrates herself is she knows she's not going to be useful in challenges, so she's hiding herself from the challenges and then making herself useful and likable in other ways. Yeah, it just, it feels to me like she is playing this, like, like, obviously in reality she is still cutthroat Sandra, <laughs> but she's playing this, this, uh, like, you know, oh, this is my last time playing, I'm just here for fun, and all the winners, and I'm just excited to be here, and I don't really think I'm gonna win, and then she's like, I'm, I'm gonna fucking murder Rob, <laughs> in the confessionals, <laughs> but she seems like she's playing much more, like, docile in terms of everything else this year, um, even though I don't think that's how she actually is. I think that's just how she's playing it to everybody else. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's why I'm like, maybe everyone's like, well, uh, maybe we can get rid of Sandra at some point, but we don't really need to do it now. I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. So DeCall is ahead the entire time uh, because they got their keys roll right away and then Like I I mentioned before, no one on the other team is helping Adam. And Nick even had won this challenge for his team. And um, they still end up losing. So. Yeah, it was kind of embarrassing. Honestly. It was. 
So then we get into this whole thing where half half the group is going to vote for... Some of them wanted to get out Nick, because he's a new school player and they're scared of the new school people. And the other people were gunning <laughs> for Tyson. And... <laughs> I don't remember exactly the moments leading up to this, but basically Tyson and Nick were the biggest people on on the chopping block. But it, it but it was very clear that way. But the the thing about it was it wasn't like anybody really wanted to get rid of Nick. No. It just was Tyson wanted to get rid of Nick. Yeah. So everyone was pretty much down to vote for Tyson. Which was Tyson the person Quinn that you said said that they wanted to get rid of Nick preseason? I forget. Maybe. But it there was this really funny moment I laughed very hard at <laughs> where they cut they did a, a super cut of I laughed really hard at the one part where Tyson was going around to everybody and basically going like we got to vote out Nick, right? And everyone's like, "Oh yeah, Nick, huge target. We got to get rid of we got to get rid of him for sure." And they cut to him, like, talking to all the... It's like, th- th- you see the same conversation happening from his point of view with everybody else. And and they'll chime in, like, oh, yeah, yeah, we, he might have an idol, man. we we got to get rid of him. And then, like, as soon as Tyson's not around, they go, uh, so who, so who's the vote? And they all go, Tyson, right? And he go, yeah, 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 Tyson, for sure. <laughs> and it was really funny. <laughs> I was just going to say, I think Tyson was pretty doomed from the beginning, but I think he went for the best possible move he could. It just didn't pay off. Yeah. He he was working from the bottom. Definitely. But the best part happens at Tribal when, we're, when they go to vote and then we cut to Nick and he holds up his vote and he voted for Kim. <laughs> <laughs> and me and Lord went... Only people. It was Tyson and Nick the entire time, but like basically the only people who were thrown out is going home. <laughs> See, but that's. I think that was genius. Well, but, the, it, but, the, but it was so alarming. And in the moment, we didn't know what was going on. So me and Laura were both like, "Oh, sweetie, no! <laughs> like, oh, what is you doing?" <laughs> oh, sweet babe, that ain't it. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think like because if it had worked. Or it, I think it, it was a great defensive move if Tyson had an idol. Because that's, that's why he voted Kim, was in case Tyson had an idol and they had to, and all the votes were canceled, he knew Tyson was voting for him. And so it would have been one vote him, one vote Kim, and then on the revote, he knew his side would vote out Kim rather than him. Yeah. And, it, and also, he got to get away with not voting out his idol, so... That worked. Yeah. Uh, but but it was just so alarming. When we're like, oh, no, babe. <laughs> was it at Sweet Tribal boy. that he mentioned? Because I, I think he mentioned about it in the uh, in the interviews, too. But when did he mention that he, that Tyson was his idol growing up watching the show? Was it at Tribal? They were talking about it at Tribal. I don't know if that was the first time. I feel like he mentioned it before, too. Probably. But when Tyson got voted out, it was a very nice moment where he's like, I don't really want to give this fire token to anybody. But then he decides to give it to Nick and he goes, here's a fire token from your idol. It was actually kind of a nice moment. That's why, that's why I love Tyson is he's always chooses chaos. <laughs> and then the funniest moment of the entire episode is what we mentioned earlier that on Edge of Extinction, they forced 
uh, everybody, well, they didn't force, but for a fire token, they made all four people travel up and bring one log back at a time of wood back to the to the tribe, uh, to the camp. And Tyson shows up, and the first thing he does is, there's a lot of firewood down here. <laughs> <laughs> which, he's, he, which is such a shady pointed comment, and he didn't even know he was making it. <laughs> and he said it, like, and they, they intercut it with his confessional where he was like, you know, everything's, uh, I'm actually kind of excited to go to Edge Extinction, but everything's just kind of like chill and no big deal. And then he's like, why is there so much firewood here? And everyone goes, no! <laughs> That's the thing we're sensitive about. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And next week we get a swap. Yep. Which is exciting. I think they needed a swap. I felt like this felt like a long time to go without a swap. Yeah, maybe, usually they do it one vote earlier, I I think. Yeah, four seems like a lot, maybe. No, it's five. How, yeah, how many is people like, are, is it always 20? Is it always 20? Yeah, or some, every once in a while it's been 16 or 18, but it's usually 20 now. All right, so they are probably splitting into three teams. How many people are left? It's 15. 15. So three tribes of five, but yeah, that would make the most sense. Probably, or they do one of those weird things where it's two even people tribes, and then they get rid of one person and just send them away, not out of the game, but just put them on an island somewhere. Yeah, I think I would prefer three tribes over that. Yeah, me too. So probably uh, three then, and then they usually go to merge at thirteen, so we'll probably only get two episodes of this. Yeah, I, I don't think this swap is going to be very long. But you always want a nice swap. I, I kind of think on a on a season like this, if it were up to me, since everybody already kind of knows each other and everyone's a returning player and you want to kind of shake things up, I would have swapped like a bunch of times in the pre-merge like, just to like shake things up every time. I think would have been really fun. Loki, I would have loved a season where they swap every single episode. It would it it would be really interesting. I think. Like I don't know if it would be good, happen. but I think it would be fun to watch. <laughs> it would be definitely. It's an interesting experiment. It would be an experiment I wouldn't be mad about, especially because nobody would see it coming, and that's why I think it would have been fun to do it with all winners. Because like, you want to keep them off their toes. I think this would, that would have been a fun way to do it. Um, but I'm I'm glad that they're swapping. I think they're doing three tribes. I think that'll be fun, and I'm interested to see what happens here. Um. Also interesting is that I believe it was, was it Michelle who said in the promo that she's stuck on an island with her ex-boyfriend? Oh yeah. Did you look it up? Because I had to. I've heard, I've heard who it is. Okay. Do you know about this? No. Quinn, do you want to say it? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have, uh, I'll, we'll have Lauren guess. So... Who do you think it is, Lauren? Because we know the parameters are it's not someone she's currently on a tribe with. So Michelle is on, Wait, hold on. No, the blue we... tribe. Because if you think about it, it's pretty obvious if you using yeah. the parameters. You could use math to figure Wait, this out. Wait, who are talking about? So in the end of the episode, Michelle said that, she's go- that she hates this swap because she's stuck on an island with her ex-boyfriend. Michelle says that? Which one's Michelle? She's the one who actually we didn't mention this, but I thought it was a nice moment. She had a conversation with Rob where she talked about how she's like, I don't know, I feel like she she's kind of had imposter syndrome being on this season, and Rob's like, Why do you feel like that way? 
And she's like, uh, everybody thinks my win doesn't count. It's controversial. Like, nobody likes me. And he's like, hey, if you won, you won. Well, and it was kind of cool. Yeah, I, I, we, I we like did that. forget to give Michelle full credit for the Ethan boot. That was her move. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. So that was good job, Michelle. Really good. Because I'm, I'm glad she's getting moves in now. Because, yeah, she, she, people were shitty to her. So I'm glad people are finally seeing what she's capable of. And, I, and Lauren asked me, she was like, why do people think her win was controversial? And I was like, it's 100% because the edit was all for Aubrey and then she won instead. Yeah, that's what it was. Like, everybody thought Aubrey was going to win because of the edit, and then she didn't, and then everyone was, like, mad at her for winning. <laughs> it was like, no, it's just, like, how they told the story was kind of shitty to Michelle. Yeah, no, it's it's always, you always have to blame the editors. It's not the people's fault. She clearly won for a reason. Right. <laughs> and typically, you, you would hope that you kind of figure out how they won because of the edit, but sometimes it doesn't happen, which is mm-hmm. what happened with Michelle. So Michelle is on an island with her ex-boyfriend in the swamp, Lauren. Who is Michelle's ex-boyfriend? See, I still barely remember what she looks like. <laughs> it doesn't it's matter still, what she looks like. I'll, I'll re- <laughs> the, why, the people it could be. age is what I'm looking for. Lauren, the, I'm going to say Adam? Lauren, no, because she's on Adam's tribe right now. The people it could be are Tony, Nick, Wendell, and who's the other guy on that tribe? Yule? Yule, yeah, sorry. So it's clearly not Yule. It's one of them. Wendell? Yeah, it's yeah. Wendell. <laughs> Classic. So I'm very excited to I see that. I can't Wendell would be a bad ex-boyfriend, though. It'd be chill. I mean, yeah. I and two Survivors winners dating, that's power. Yeah. That's like... I wonder how, I wonder how that happened. <laughs> I don't, I'm not mad about it. No. And I hope. And people I, said that I'm there's also there's, there's like Instagram pictures of them together. But the fact that they hid it from even super fans is pretty impressive. Yeah, because nobody even seemed to know that this happened until uh, this part. Until she said this, and everyone, wait a minute, <laughs> and then everybody did the math, <laughs> and then people found the pictures of them together and went, "Oh snap." <laughs> Uh, but this will be fun. I'm excited for this swap. The season's been really entertaining so far. I'm into it. I think Edge of Extinction's been working out pretty well. Um, I think it's fun seeing all these former winners, and I'm having a good time. Same. (laughs) All right, let's do some predictions. Somebody thinks gonna get voted out. I'm gonna say Adam. Oh, see, this is hard because it's the swap, so really, who knows? Right. Um, I feel like we always get better at guessing once it's individual stage because then everyone's a possibility to be eliminated. Right. We're yeah. a lot better at it. Um, I'm going to throw out... I'm going to throw Ben. Good. Solid guess every episode. I, I know that we said he's a goat, but I could just I could just see people just getting rid of him. I'm gonna say Boston Rob again because I still think it's the smartest idea to vote out Boston Rob. Hopefully, in a swap, he'll be paired with other people and they'll get rid of him. Not a hopefully. I like Boston Rob and I think he's very entertaining. I just cannot see a single logical reason to not vote out Boston Rob. Yeah, I agree. It's so funny when you have a weird disconnect between who's on your tribe and who you're like personally rooting for. 
Because I I keep forgetting, like, I like Wendell so much, and Wendell was, like, my first pick in winter. So whenever I see him, I'm like, that guy's on my team. And I keep forgetting that he's on Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's our, before we go on to predictions, Lauren, what's our status right now for everybody? Lauren's doing the worst. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who do you have left? Wendell, Parv, Sandra, and Ben. Tyler has Sarah, Kim, Jeremy, Michelle, Nick, Tony. Quinn has Yule, Sophie, Adam, Denise, and Basarab. So I have the most people. I've only had one person gone, right? Yeah, so have I, but you had more people on your team than right. I did. I'm bummed about Ethan. I don't think Ethan's out. I think we have... Are, is, uh... Um... Natalie the only person that was on your team that's gotten voted out so far? Yeah. All right. So, weirdly enough, I also think that the two people on our trends have been voted out and also have the best opportunity of getting back in. See, I think I think I feel it's, like it's the two of them have a shot, and I don't think the other three do. I think it's Tyson or Natalie that have the best shot at getting back in. Tyson, I think, has a shot, too. Because, But, like, the fact they've given Natalie so much content, for her to not come back in would be kind of weird. Yeah. And also, I mean, uh, and, and the big Ethan thing is mostly because I feel like he's got a inspirational edit happening where I can maybe see him getting back in. I was, but, I mean, last year I said, it's so weird that they keep hinting at a female winner that it's definitely got to be a female winner. And then they were like, nope. Fuck you guys. But, but what did I say at the last time they did Edge of Extinction? I made a point of, wow, they had a really weird scene with Chris where he was all like, where they were like giving him a lot of time to talk and like he was sitting on like this island by himself staring off in the distance. It was really dramatic and I was like, that's kind of weird. I think he might be the one who comes back into the game. And I was right. So... You know, sometimes when they they seem to be focusing on people, and le- and that's why I think Natalie's got a, a, the best shot so far because they seem to really, she's kind of running Edge of Extinction so far. All right, what's the next prediction? Title, Title of the episode, which is, um, the buddy system on steroids. The buddy. I'm gonna say Tony, the buddy system. I don't know why I'm feeling Nick. I don't know why, but I can't even process this title as English. (laughs) The the buddy system on steroids. Have you heard of the buddy system? I I don't. Something lapsed where I think I'm. I just heard like buddy and steroids, and like it was just like (laughs) throwing me for a loop. (laughs) Okay, so they got a yeah. So it's the buddy system on steroids. I think. I'm going to say it's someone on Extinction Island, and it's going to be Tyson. I Okay, I like that. Yeah, that makes sense. So who's going to petard? Who's their petard? I want Adam. Because he's done it before, I he'll think, do it again. I feel, like there's, I feel like there are three people, and I'm probably going to pick whoever Lord <laughs> pick from that group. Or vice versa. Do you have one? I'm gonna I'm gonna call I'm gonna call Tony. I figured that's your earlier thing. Uh, I'm gonna go with good old solid Ben. Yep, that's exactly yeah. who I thought you were gonna pick. <laughs> Adam, Tony, and Ben have been besides Danny, who got voted out immediately after she hoisted 
that's basically been the the, the Bertard hoister so far. Well, Tommy isn't Bertard. No, but he's gonna. It's it's he's brewing. Gonna. It's just a matter of time. You can feel it. <laughs> he's a ticking time bomb. I think I heard on some podcasts they were like the strategy for someone is probably going to be, uh, what's it? Somebody on a podcast or did they actually say it on the show? I think it was on a podcast that there are people who are playing with Tony who played with Tony before and they know exactly the button. They know the self destruct code. <laughs> they know they know the buttons to press on Tony to make him fucking completely blow himself up, and they will probably do it at some point. I think it's. I think they said Sandra and Sarah. I think are the ones who know exactly what to do to make Tony blow up if they want to. So we'll see what happens there. Any other things you want to guess? Um. I think we're good. I think we're good. They could bring somebody back from Edge for this time. I mean, if instead of instead of doing three of five, they could they could make it even again by bringing somebody back. I wouldn't. I definitely. I mean, I'm all for them coming back earlier from Edge because I think it makes it more fair. So I wouldn't mm-hmm. hate that, but I I bet they'll still just wait till merge. Yeah, probably. All right. Uh, anything you guys want to talk about? Um, no, I think covered it all. All right. You want to plug anything? Oh, I wanted to plug the Survivor YouTuber I really love. Okay. His channel is Peridium, and um, he covers Survivor and Big Brother, and I think he's the best one out there as far as YouTube videos, because they're just, like, so detailed, so well-researched, so specific. You can tell he maybe knows the show more than anybody else. And he's just, like, really funny and cool. So I think you guys would enjoy it if you haven't heard of him. All right. How do you spell it? P-E-R. Let's see. Hold on. There might be another E in there. P-E-R-I... D-I-A-M. Why is it such a weird name? Because it's his birthstone and his wife's birthstone. Because he just couldn't think of a good name. Alright. Interesting. Alright. Lauren, do you want to talk about anything? Plug anything? Uh, I'm on... I don't even care to plug my Twitter. <laughs> I'm at Twitter at Mala Turnup. Uh, new episodes of One Star with me and Quinn coming out eventually. Waiting for that Suicide Squad up to drop. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. We'll see. <laughs> um. All right, I'm on Twitter at Tyler Malaterno. Uh, aka Tyler Swift, which actually trended on Twitter recently, which was exciting for me. Oh, really? Yeah, because when the new, when the music video came out for the man and she was dressed as a guy, everyone started calling her Tyler Swift, and so it started, started trending on Twitter that morning. And you know, that was a fun thing to wake up to. That's so funny. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, follow me on there. I also have a podcast called Generation Animation. I got a show called 
the Silver Screen Breakdown. We have our breakies coming up soon. Quinn, did you vote? I did vote. Cool. Lauren voted too, and she did it in a very weird way. I did. <laughs> I just used uh, <laughs> the poll that you ended up tweeting out. Yeah, that, that was an easier way of doing it. Lauren uh, took I, the ballot. Do you want to explain what you did? Okay, well, <laughs> I was like, he kept telling me to vote. And I was like, are you going to make it easy to vote or not? And he was like, no. And I was like, great. I was like, I don't know. Zach wants to do it this way. I don't know why he did it. But the reason why Zach did it that way is because he didn't think to do a Google form. <laughs> so all I had was what, what was essentially a document, a full page Word document. But a picture on a phone, and I didn't know how else to edit it, and I couldn't find a way to do it. So I was trying to use Snapchat, where you could just draw on it. <laughs> but, but because the picture was so small, I couldn't actually draw on it, like, finely enough to circle my answer. So what I did was I just blocked off all of the other things that I did not want to vote for. That's really funny. <laughs> but, uh, I... but then what did you do? <laughs> Wait, she's not done. <laughs> But because it's me and I like colors, I change the color every couple times. Oh, I times. love that. Because I, I had written all my votes out. And I, then I texted Tyler. I was like, it's cool if I write my votes out, right? And he goes, absolutely not. Fill out right? the document. And I was like, you keep asking for people to vote, but you're not making it easy. All you do is go onto that image and just circle things and edit it on your phone. But I, it's, it's, it's My phone doesn't let you do that. Why? If you open it in Snapchat, it's very small and very hard to do. You can't you you can't do that on your why that's a very easy thing to do on a on a normal phone. On a Samsung phone. Well, you just click on an image, click edit, and you can circle it really easy. Well I couldn't it is... and I that's why I originally didn't vote, is because I was too lazy to do it that way. And then you released the poll, so I was able to vote again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I found it. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter now. But it's not something that I use often on my phone except for on Snapchat. But the Snapchat thickness was too big. <laughs> so that's what I did. Okay, is it pretty or is it not? It's pretty. It's just, it was funny. <laughs> Zach goes, who's is this? And I went with Lauren. He just went, hilarious. <laughs> uh, Alright, that's the end of the episode. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you in a couple weeks. <laughs> probably. <laughs> just assuming. We'll see you. Fuck you. That's <laughs>